Paul loves me. <laughs> the little brother she never wanted. That's right. Exactly. Welcome to another episode of A More Philly Union, a podcast where we spread to talk about the Philly Union, the whole Philly Union, and nothing but the Philly Union, with as few digressions as possible. We're your hosts. I'm Paul. I'm C. And I'm E. And I will literally take over the driving from Paul as Paul is on the road uh, as we're recording this. So, Paul, I'm glad you could uh, you know, tune in and um, thanks to all the scientists and engineers who came before us they gave us this technology um yeah this is pretty wild to be yeah. able to do this see yeah. how i ju- drove past foxborough stadium uh about five hours ago and, uh, <laughs> now i'm back in pennsylvania i know we live in the future it's awesome yeah well let's just kind of just kind of address the elephant in the room real quick. Uh, I just want to mention the Kai Wagner suspension. Uh, he suspended for three games uh, as the findings of the uh, MLS investigation for his use of a slur in the, in the previous game against New England. Um, so Kai will be out for three games. Um, that included the the um, second playoff game uh, tonight. Uh, the Union were up in New England. Um, depending how on how the rest of the games get played, he might be back well, as long as the Union keep winning, he could be back for uh, MLS Cup. Yeah, so let's just jump in then with the Help Us Help the You Challenge. So, um, I don't know, fireworks, trumpets. Yay! Yay! We did it, you guys. We did it. Uh, last week was an absolute huge week. Thank you to everybody for supporting us. It was our biggest week ever. Um, they like us. They really, really like us. <laughs> at least enough to spread the word and download the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Or heck, even if it was just one person just constantly repeat downloading and playing with that one episode. Hey, I'll take it. I'm not yes. too proud. Yeah. But um, I, I think the the numbers you were we were talking about before you actually had downloads from Germany and from other places yeah. all around. So yeah. Not, unless unless they were using a VPN to jump around the world to make it look like they were all over the place, it does look like we actually had a lot more people download that last episode. And honestly, if people are using a VPN to download our podcast, I'm taking that as a port of pride. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we had a we had a bunch of downloads from uh, Ireland and Germany, um, which is uh, always uh, fun to see. Um, yeah, so we definitely cleared our goal. Um, last week was our biggest week ever. I think it was our biggest week ever. Definitely last pot or the last episode was our biggest download of all of our, of all of, all of our episodes. Uh, we, we racked in, uh, about, I think exactly 70 downloads since last week. So wow. a huge week. We did it. We're over the thousand dollar, uh, thousand dollars, thousand, uh, download point. Um, but speaking of dollars, so we will be making our donation to the Philadelphia Union Foundation. Um, yeah, just thanks. It was a lot of fun. It's just kind of organically popped up. And um, yeah, thanks for everyone for tuning in, listening. And I don't know. This yeah, is just a fun yeah so absolutely. You. It's nice that people are, are downloading it and listening to it. Hopefully they're enjoying it with whatever they've got going. You yeah. know, it's a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh you know i i hope this for them is like listening sitting around with a couple of friends talking yeah. about the union in each week because that's what i really like about doing this with yeah. you guys is it's a chance just to sit down and talk union 
um, you know, wherever we are, we get to spend an hour doing this and, and put it together. And hopefully that's kind of how people feel about it now. Yeah. I mean, literally, Paul, you're you're in a car right now somewhere in New Jersey, right? And uh, Pennsylvania. Oh, you're back to PA. Hey, welcome I'm back. For, I'm passing, passing on directly under the moon now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Washington, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to remember this, like uh, for the off season when we got a little extra, you know, when we, you know, you want to do some road material. Trip, just road just podcast. Yeah, there we go. Take it on the road. It is to make a more Philly union. Um, and we'll have to think of a new goal for next season as well. I was well. going to say, we need a new a new challenge. So we'll we'll put our thinking hats on for that mm-hmm. one. So thank you, everyone. If we hit 5,000, you, know, um, <laughs> you know, I'll streak in a... In a no, I'm just kidding. You don't I'm going to sit that. there and just download every episode hundreds of times. <laughs> Two words, pitch invasion. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. No, nobody wants to get banned. Yeah. So. No. Cool. All right. Well, then, you know what? Let's just jump into the one game. Uh, we are, we're kind of, I mean, one of, the reasons why we're, one of the reasons why we're recording now is we just finished the game. Uh, the Union were up in New England for game two of the three game first round series. Um, and yeah, the Union pulled out the win. Um, it and was, now no other MLS team needs to go and play on that turf for the rest of this year. Yeah. You're welcome, MLS. <laughs> yeah, it's just I one mean, of the... I have no doubt that it's, you know, very high-tech turf and it's as good as possible for, for the players to play on. But, you know, you always hear the stories about players refusing to play on turf and, uh, you know, the, especially in the cold. The temperature, I believe, at the start of the game was 38 degrees. And Yikes. I believe tomorrow... Is the first snow, they're expecting the first snow of the year, I believe, in, in, in New England. Yeah, you called uh, it Paul. might not be the first though, but uh, they are expecting snow tomorrow. Yeah, you called it right about the about the games going so late into the season, like literal, you know, uh, <laughs> Julian calendar season or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And at the snow, and yeah, it was definitely looking cold. Although I got to say, uh, and Christy, you pointed this out. Curtin was uh, rocking the pop collar on his pea coat. So popped collar. The (laughs) coat was on point. Honestly, you know, don't like to be this kind of color commentator, but best outfit of the season. Yeah, he was kind of as the young people say. So, yeah, uh, kudos to Curtin. Probably not his first priority by any means, but uh, looking looking good on the side. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, was definitely looking a bit of swagger and, uh, you know, all business. I would commend him. Like he used to try, it seemed like for a while there, he was trying to be kind of super professional coach on the sideline with the, the sort of the uh, suit or at least the sports jacket and, yeah. and stuff. And it never really seemed, it never really seemed him. And at some point he's like, you know, I'm wearing sneakers. I'm wearing the comfortable clothes. I'm wearing what I want. And, you know, this, this definitely just seemed Jim today out there with the, yeah. uh, like you said, yeah. the, the peacoat and the pop yeah. collar. Yeah. I mean, I think, He's definitely settled in and found his look. He he looks good in anything. Like he really wears clothes well. So, you know, really not never looks sloppy or or bad. But mm-hmm. it was funny because that you're right, Paul, that uh turn happened at the pandemic. Um, much like <laughs> for many <all> of us, us <laughs> who would it be pajamas to... aren't acceptable form of clothing <laughs> yeah out leggings public. sweatpants etc um yoga pants whatever you had um but yeah that was definitely when he made the turn to yeah I'm, I'm going full athletic gear on on the sidelines and he really hasn't looked back unless it's been cold and and yeah definitely 
definitely silent tonight. So, well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the game here. Although uh, I'm enjoying the 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 discussion of the aesthetics of the game, um, <laughs> but uh, it was you know it was um, it was a bit of a it was a chippy game. It was not a pretty game, um, um, and things seemed to get a little chippier. Um, I guess kind of the, one of the first big notable things about this uh, game was the uh, well, let's get right to it. The red card against uh, K. Um, so there was an incident where um, so the New England player K kind of stomped on on God's dog. And, you know, um, Paul, I know you've been driving, so I think you were just catching the the audio. But um, we watched the the replay and, you know, as Christy and I, we kind of put out, it's in the spectrum of red card. You know, it's kind of like how how red is that red card? And at first, it was kind of like I don't know. It didn't seem it didn't seem as blatant. So the the, the foul was this: um, God's dog and K kind of battled for the ball. God's dog kind of fell down onto his back, and as K tried to go past him, he kind of basically stepped on God's dog's uh, you know torso, his stomach, essentially. Um, and uh, at first, it seemed like well, it was it was a little careless, it was a little whatever. Um, but they did go did go to VAR, and after VAR, the ref ruled it a red card. But um, there was one good angle that they did replay where they slowed it down. And Chris, I want I want you to comment more about what the the Weeby and and um, um, the other uh, commentators were saying. But yeah, it looked a little. It was definitely uncalled for. I thought in that replay. Yeah, I mean, their point was that he, um, Kay had enough momentum um, going that he could have either uh, just just hopped over, yeah. uh, essentially. Um, that these are not their words; they're mine. But Doug uh, hopped over God's dog or um, stepped around him, uh, and that it that he it was unnecessary, basically. Yeah. Um, you know, I I guess once again, heat of the moment kind of thing. Uh, Maybe it was he just was going and didn't stop. I don't know. It was, I, I think, to mix metaphors, as as uh, Eric and I said when we were talking about it um, before this, uh, it was definitely in the in the red card strike zone, if you will. The strike zone, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the reddest of red cards. But also, you don't step on somebody's stomach yeah. cleats. Yeah. Like you just you just don't. So um, I I wasn't mad about it, but. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, so I'm not gonna... I was listening to it. Uh, I was you know, streaming it from Hulu, you know, the Fo the uh, the Fox Sports One uh, feed, and they had Tony Miola on, and he was saying, you know, these are extremely well trained athletes. He could have avoided that. He has yeah. full control of his body. There's no reason that he needed to step on Gaj Dog at all, much less on the area of Gaj Dog that he did hit. Yeah, that was done. You know. While not egregious, may not have been you know the most heinous of of steps. Right. Uh, it was on purpose, and you know it, it was interesting because like the announcer was like, "Yeah, that should have been a red card." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was very little doubt. I think we, we were the ones who were a little bit like, oh, mm -hmm. it's the self-loathing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, and also the, the let's be honest, just the angle, <clears throat> the yeah. angle of the shot was was a little hard to tell what was yeah. happening. So. Anyway, but yeah, it was it was a red card. It was, yeah, I, I've seen worse, but it was still a red card. Yeah, and I'm not gonna look that gift horse in the mouth or mouth right oh, when never. we 
Um, you know, we get this red card and we're up a man. Well, and it's not always a gift horse. It happened to be in this case, but as we've said, you know, sometimes that just makes them fight harder. So yeah, one of two things happens: team starts know. playing worse, or they start playing better. Right. And so. it was right before halftime, so it's not like the Union had a chance to uh, take advantage of it. Much time to take advantage of it in the first half. Yeah. Uh, because it was it was late in the first half that that happened. Yeah. Um, I would also just wanted to point out that, you know, Blake was playing very well. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he had that save on a sh- on a pro- play that actually ended up being offside. Um, but, you know, he was he was up for this game. And yeah. that's always good to see, because if your keeper is hot in the postseason, that you can ride that to a, a lot more success than you would think. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, after in the second half, as we were watching, it was. You know, were were the New England Revolution going to play better? Or were they going to play worse? Right, without that that eleventh player, right? Or their yeah, their eleventh player. And so it wasn't obvious at first because there were some back and forth. Where it's like, oh man, like you know, come on, Union, you're up a man. Like you got to get this goal because the closer we get to that ninety minute mark and we haven't scored yet, that's just going to be more towards New England's you know advantage and. uh but yeah, like you said, there were a couple shots in that second half. Um, as one, uh, I don't know who took it from New England. It was a bullet, and Blake uh, had to make a bit of a dive, an upward dive, I guess. Uh, I guess you would call that a jump uh, to just deflect the ball out. And um, yeah, Blake had his he had his work cut out for him in this game, and he was definitely delivering that. That clean sheet was not for lack of New England trying, you know. Definitely. Um, I know uh, Andrew Farrell got upfield at bunch uh, yeah. as he is want to do. Uh, he had at least one or two shots. One of them, I think, got deflected from by a defender, and one of them, Blake had a save. Bo was continuing to be difficult, uh, you know, dangerous. I will say once again, Carl Skill kind of disappeared in this game. Um, I don't know if it was because Martinez just, you know, marked him out of anything that was dangerous or him and Bedoya working together. Yeah. Uh, again, couldn't watch it. I was driving. They didn't, you know, it's not, it's not like listening to hockey on the radio where they give you a play by play. Right. Um, but you know, he was mentioned a few times, but usually it was, it sounded like he was getting the ball mostly in that back, you know, not in the final third, except for a couple, a handful of times that he got it up in a dangerous spot. Yeah. On the whole, though, it seemed like the Union did a good job shutting down the uh, the Revolution attack. I think that they said that they had two shots on, uh, you know, the Revolution had two shots in the first half to the Union's 11, and it was just going to get worse for them in the second half, despite the fact that, you know, like you said, sometimes a team playing down a man will, will play better. Yeah. Um, you know, they did get some shots. They did get some, um, what should we call it, uh, counterattacks. Mm-hmm. But it was it, it definitely felt like it was when is the union going to score not yeah. if you know will if will the union will score and you know um uh carlos is it gil or heel um i forgive me for mispronouncing it but he uh definitely um uh things were getting chippy you could tell that this was that they like we mentioned last week were very sick of each other as teams um and and got himself a card for his trouble he got frustrated um and and pushed down 
one of our players and now it's escaping me who so if you remember he please tell Mbizo. me Mbizo, that's who it was thank you um yeah sorry it just ran right out of my head but um yeah he was clearly done with us um by the, <laughs> as a team real quick in that in that instant um you know it looked like Mbizo, you know they were chasing the ball down towards the union mm-hmm. end line and by Mbizo kind of stepped in front of gill yeah. and the ball yep. and let the ball roll out of bounds yep. then they started jawing at each other and and, yep. and gill pushed Mbizo. Yep. and you know gill's not the biggest of characters on the field and seeing Mbizo go down you know mm-hmm. grab his face like all soccer players yeah. do to embellish of course and then the ref coming over and pulling out a yellow card at first, because I was at a I was at a rest stop when this <laughs> happened, I thought he was giving the yellow card to Mbizo. Me too. It looked like, that way hundred percent. Yes. I was I thought it was going to Mbizo. Yep. And the thing is, is like I was okay with that because I really wish they would stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> behaving that way. But uh, you know, then to find out that it actually went to Giel for the push also made a lot of sense. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. It was interesting to see that happen. I thought it was going to Mbizo. I mean, yeah. it was definitely sold pretty hard, yes. but at the same time, um, you know, you don't, you don't do that. Yeah, I mean, so. the the push was, you know, a cardable offense. You know, the yeah. the, you know, a, a defender embellishing is different than you know, obviously a striker going into the other team's goal box and falling. You know, then you're now you're trying to, you know, elicit a, a call that would benefit your team. You know, to maybe get a goal and stuff, but. Yeah, I thought the same thing, Paul. I thought I thought was going to be getting a yellow. Um, let's see what else. Um, well, we so, haven't actually talked about the goal yet. No. Yeah, let's 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 lead up to this goal here, right? So, uh, Aura comes out in the sixty seventh minute. Donovan comes in. Our 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 this is now our third most favorite Drexel Dragon. Um, um, and then Torres comes in, who places? No, him. no, no, no. Well, yeah, he's second. The joke is he's second. Yes. Because no. I forgot that Jen went to Drexel as well. So Jen's one. Uh, Donovan's two. And then Paul's, Paul's three. three. Got it. Okay. <laughs> or at least until, you know, Christy finds some other Drexel <laughs> alum that's yeah, right. above me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Paul loves me. <laughs> the little brother she never wanted. That's right. Exactly. So, yes, uh, Torres comes in for Martinez. And we'll talk about this after we talk about the game, but Martinez came out due to uh, looks like some sort of injury. We're not sure. We're hopeful it's a, well, we'll see, but hopefully it's nothing too serious. As Paul said, excess of caution. Excess of caution. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we get to the goal, right? And so um, I thought it was interesting that it was the, uh, I forget which player it was, was uh, for New England, but basically kind of pulled God's dog down to the ground outside the uh the 18 box union get awarded a free kick and uh it was mclinn who took the free kick and it was kind of a worm burner of a, of a free kick this kind of scramble of players in front of the new england net and um our second most favorite drexel dragon uh gets his <laughs> foot to the ball and deflects it in um to give the union the 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 one nil lead um Woo-hoo. yeah there was a brief moment yeah, where doop doop doop. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, there was a brief uh, moment yeah. where where it went to VAR or not VAR, but it was being reviewed to make sure nobody was offside. Little mm-hmm. little stressful, but um, it ruled in our favor. Right. Yeah, and I always always have that brief moment too when it's an away goal and um, you're like, wait, did that did that go in because nobody's celebrating? Oh yes, of course they're not. Yeah. <laughs> of course they're not. You you know. Uh, mm-hmm. 
yeah so also a brief a very brief moment of wait what um followed by uh oh and then yay wait what uh oh yay more philly union there you go That's well, the, the cameras did find those one or two union fans in the stands waving their waving their scarves around but uh yeah you're right it was hard to tell based just solely on what was going on in the field and uh but it was it was good. I mean, the union, the team itself was celebrating on the field, uh, but mm-hmm. they had to wait for for right. the review to happen. Yeah. I guess they were just double checking to make sure that if Elliot or Bedoya were offside, that they didn't actually affect the play. Yeah, there and were the a lot stood. of folks in that in that uh, yeah. in the mixer, as they say. So uh, just making sure all everything was above board. So. Go Drexel Dragons, as Eric has typed into our show notes. Yeah, and that was kind of, you know, we kind of wrote out the, you know, well, we didn't exactly write it out, but, you know, the game kind of played out. It was a little bit of, you know, back and forth, a little bit of some nervous making stuff, you know, but the union held on to that 1-0 win. Um, The New England fans were definitely not happy when the ref blew the final whistle. Ooh. Oh, they were they were letting the ref know it uh, yeah. over the audio of the game earlier. Yeah, um, it sounded like Torres did make a couple of uh, spin moves or something like that at one point. So hopefully he's getting a little more confident, and uh, you know, that, hopefully that you know if if they get if they call on him later in the playoffs, and he'll, he'll we'll see some of that return to form that like yeah. he had been playing early in the season. Yeah, a brief asterisk and and. Uh call back on Torres. Uh, if anybody listened to the, <laughs> the <laughs> episode where we did a little bit of trivia about the team. Yeah, there is no way that Torres is uh, uh, taller than Carranza. There is no way. Carranza wasn't yeah. even on the field, and I can tell you that definitively. Um, so uh, we all suspected that the website was wrong. I don't know. I'm guessing Carranza lost a bet and Torres won one. I'm not sure what happened there, uh, but yeah. There's absolutely no way. Um, so, um, dear Philadelphia Union, please edit your website because it's wrong. <laughs> clearly wrong. Yeah, let, let Paul into the locker room so he can measure everybody. Yeah. Again, not creepy at all. Not, <laughs> yeah, creepy, not creepy at all at to all. be like, yeah, yeah, send it against the wall. And yeah. here's the measuring tape. No, not creepy. So, yeah, so the game ends 1-0. Uh, the Union sweep the series two games. And, um now they have a nice long break to both rest up and forget how to play soccer before they go into the conference semifinal. Um, yeah, because, you know, three weeks off between the, uh, the first round yeah. and the second round is always going to give you really good, high quality soccer in that first know. in that conference semifinal. It's at the same time, I don't want, you know, the, the, the one end of the spectrum, we got teams playing, you know, eight eight games or was it no sorry three games in eight days you know that's just not a healthy pace but at the same time it's like <laughs> we're playing one game every three weeks like this is just um craziness yeah, I, I don't know yeah look i'll say this um while we're being negadelphia about things um i after the last regular season game when they lost to new england i turned eric and said there is absolutely no way yes. that we're beating them there's no way that we're done that's it i i admittedly was not fully aware of the three game format and all that kind of stuff at the time but um still didn't think it would make much difference and i was wrong so um i don't know let's keep being negative because maybe <laughs> 
will work in our favor <laughs> and they'll remember how to play soccer. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And, you know, and maybe it'll, it'll obviously Glesnus is out. Uh, I mean, we can talk more about that, but you know, maybe it'll give some people more chance to uh, heal up and. Yeah. It's actually a good a segue. Place. I mean, I think we're done talking about this particular yeah. game, so we can certainly start talking about the injuries. Right. Yeah. So let's um so the union are gonna go on and face uh Cincinnati in the conference semifinals in I don't know, maybe it's in you know a, a, a week or two. But before we get there, <laughs> we get... <laughs> <laughs> tuning up my tiny little violin here. That's um, for them. So hopefully with this all this time off, um, the union can hopefully address these injuries. So we got we got some injuries to talk about here. Um uh so not in this game, uh just not even on the bench at all. It's, it's, well, Glesnes is still out, but it sounded like he's I think he's done for the season. Um I mean, hopefully I'm wrong. Uh Carranza is the announcers out. on Fox Soccer actually said that they talked with Curtin, and Curtin was you know, very un- he said very unlikely, but there's a chance that Glesnes could make it back depending on how far the union went in the playoff yeah. run. All right. I um, wonder if I mean, even if he were to get back, would he really be match fit for exactly. the semi conference finals or the MLS Cup? Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe as a bench player, you know, maybe as an emergency sub if Lowe or Elliot needed to come off. Yeah, but um, I would agree. I doubt Glessness is going to play again this season. Yeah. Well, he does have the fishing season to think of. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, and Carranza is out uh, with the hamstring. Um, I don't know what it. It, it sounds he's... not too bad. I mean, at least the way they're framing it so far. So hopefully, it's not. Yeah, MLS has them listed as questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, from the way the announcers were talking at the end of tonight's game, they were you know uh, nobody was ruling them out from from returning at some point in the playoffs. You know, I guess it's just a matter of you know giving him enough time. Uh, and I think it also depends on how much they need him. Like, you know, yeah. going into tonight's game, they were like, hey, if we can hold it to 0-0 zero, zero, or, you know, at least at least hold the shutout, then we give ourselves a, either a chance to win it or I, we'll take it to PKs. Yeah. And if not, then we'll play at home. And if, we, if we're playing at home, then we'll put Carranza in. And I would suspect that um, in the next round, Carranza will be back on the field. Because yep. yeah. they're going to want him and Aura up top. Um, and, and just get that triangle of death out there because they're going to need it against Cincinnati, mm-hmm. especially with Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, I guess the other thing, and you know, Martinez was subbed out. Um, you know, in in tonight's game, um, Paul, like you said, hopefully out of an excess of caution, but just from the way he looked on the field, he was kind of looks like he was holding his one hamstring. I don't know. I feel like he's had this. This has been like yeah. an ongoing nagging yeah. injury. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I wasn't sure if it was the same leg or not, uh, or, or, or what the situation is. But I think this comes back to once again, just the number of games that the union have played and how much of Martinez has been in, in playing. Um, you know, you, you, you can't play that many games at this high of a level and not expect some breakdowns and muscle tissue. And, and, and if they're not getting chance to rest and, and recuperate, I mean, it's kind of crazy to think that they can't play 55 games in a year, but that seems to be actually more than the human body can do at this level of, of, of activity. Um, 
you know, I don't know how basketball players can play whatever yeah. it is, 80 some odd games in the regular season plus playoffs, much less hockey teams. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, baseball is 160 games, but those, those guys barely run. Um, <laughs> you know, and that's not that that's just it's just the game doesn't call yeah. for it. Right. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, like you, you talk to I remember watching the uh, Kelsey uh, documentary about Jason Kelsey. And, you know, he's eight weeks into the season and it looks like he's like 70 years old the way he's hobbling around the field mm-hmm. or around his house because uh, he gets beat up 60 yeah. plus plays a game. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's different. It's a different level of exertion on the body. And, and you know, hopefully this is something that the union are going to look into. And if some of this prize money that they're winning from all these additional competitions can be used to bring in high quality, you know, 26th and 27th position players, that would be great. So that Martinez doesn't have to beat himself up like this. And yeah. I don't know how Bedoya does it. I really don't understand how that man is. is yeah. Is, He's just a genetic freak, I guess. Yeah, I wonder what his like daily vitamin routine is. I got to need to start doing that. <laughs> it must be, you know, he, he bathes in the blood of uh, I don't know what, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, before this goes too far afield, um, you know, if Martinez does have some sort of muscle tendon thing, having had tendonitis myself this year, it's very hard to shake. Even we think it's mm-hmm. gone, it comes back just mm-hmm. by moving the wrong way or doing the wrong thing. So, um, yeah, so I'm not saying that's what he has, but yeah, those things can linger and linger and linger. And like you said, Paul, with this punishing schedule this year, it's not helping anything. Yeah. So, so yeah, so the union have. I don't know, anywhere between like two to three weeks. We, we'll get to that in a minute uh, until they're the semifinal against Cincinnati. So hopefully this gives the, the the team enough time to get their players as healed as possible. Um, it was good to see Bueno back on the field after his injury mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, that kept him out of the Venezuela games a mm-hmm. couple of weeks back. So hopefully that means he's he's back to close to 100%. Was his the um? Was he like he knocked his knee? Was that was that Bueno? Or was that was that Martinez? I can't remember. No, was... no, Bueno, Bueno was. Oh, it might have been a knee. I thought it was a hamstring too. Yeah. Either way, it was. It's good to see him healing up. Hopefully, that mean that's a good sign for you know the rest of the playoffs for him, um, and hopefully this this break this uh, you know. They're, they're now done the rest of the first round of the playoffs because they don't have a third game. And then they're going to have the time off for the uh, mm-hmm. international break window. And then they're going to, you know, the, the next round is starts after Thanksgiving. <laughs> so the next round, like you said, will be in Cincinnati, right? Yeah. I in believe Cincinnati. it's, uh, you know, the, the, the semi, the semifinals, the conference semifinals and the conference final then will be November 25th to, what was it, see, December 3rd? December 3rd, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if, I, I'm, if, if I'm using my crystal ball, I assume that means that there's four there's four conference semifinals. I assume they'll be played on the 25th and 26th, depending on other scheduling constraints. They, they you know, they'll, they'll probably have one of the East and one of the West playing each day. Yeah. Um, and then I would expect that the conference finals are either going to play on the same day, they're both going to play on the third, or one will play on the second and one will play on the third. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. 
and then you know then the mls cup is december what was it ninth ninth yeah is that a saturday uh yes i think so you know what actually let me it is a saturday yeah okay good i was hoping that they would get a saturday for that this year because you know it's best time to get the viewership yeah also (laughs) put it on a uh a channel that everyone can get and not just necessarily apple tv but hey that's a that's a different hill to die on at, at another time I do uh, wonder where that will be. I was surprised yes. that this tonight's game was on FS1. I was grateful because I knew I wasn't going to be able to listen to it if it was only on Apple Plus yeah. because they won't let you stream that over cellular data. <sighs> um, but Hulu will. So that's what I was grateful for. Hey, thanks, Hulu. Thank you, Hulu. <laughs> Remember that at Thanksgiving. Remember to say that you were grateful for that when yes. you were around the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful for Hulu. Hey, this episode is brought to you by Hulu. Um, What's that? Stream all your favorite uh, episodes of, gosh, I don't even know what's on Hulu. But anyway. Um, you started strong and then yeah, our sponsorship. I, I, I did not oh, well. watch all of the international cricket games, especially the current ongoing uh, World Cup of cricket right now on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, you actually can watch cricket on Hulu. I've watched a lot of odd sports on Hulu. It's fun. <laughs> Don't get me started on Kabaddi. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Please, no cricket. It hurts my brain. Okay. Um, I guess just other little bits and bobs. Or bits and bits and bobs, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, the St. Louis Cinderella story came to an end. That was, um, you know, that was kind of... The crystal slipper didn't fit. It did not. What's interesting now, though, because Kansas City did win the second game at home, the, um, you know, just talking about MLS Cup, the you know, all of the remaining Eastern Conference teams have higher seeds yep. than all of the remaining Western Conference teams, except for Atlanta. So literally... If and the only way a Western Conference team will host MLS Cup is if it's all in Atlanta. Wow. That's crazy. So is that like a testament to like was the East? Um yeah, what does that mean in terms of like just the teams and the and the different conferences? Was East uh the Eastern Conference just a tougher conference this year compared to the West or well the, the teams just did better overall yeah. over the course of the season. Um and, and earn earn more points. Um, you know, uh, I, I think St. Louis was the third or fourth highest point team in, in the league. Mm -hmm. Uh, so the East had at least three teams above it, I believe, Uh, I believe Cincinnati, Orlando, and, um, Columbus, I think all ended up with higher, more points than, than St. Louis did. So. But yeah, it's kind of sad to see it end for St. Louis. You know, yeah. the the the, the uh, what was it? What was the name of the derby? The barbecue. 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 Yes. Yeah. The barbecue left. One the... went to Kansas City. Yeah. 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 Left a bitter taste uh, for those Saint Saint Louisians. Um, yes, Saint Louisians. I like to call Saint-Louvians, them. Saint Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, and and shout out to our 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 Saint Louis. Uh, 
family, friends, family, loved ones, yes. um, but uh, who were kind of destroyed after that final, yeah. and or not final, but after the the final, what ended up being yep. the final game. Uh, yeah. Very, what was the final score uh, of that game? The two nil. It it wasn't as high scoring as as the other game, but it was something like that. Yeah, I, I'd have to check to be honest. But um, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, one of our friends said that he ended up just curled up in bed, staring for a while. So uh, two one. Our 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 man on the on the web says <laughs> it was two one. Our producer's telling us it was two. Yeah, <laughs> producer. Yeah. Uh, well, at least St. Louis scored in both of their game, both both of their postseason games. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it's sad to see this the, this first step season ended, but they they gotta gotta love the, the result that they did get, and yeah. it was a wildly successful first yeah. season. Um, not every you know the only team that has come in and won MLS Cup in their inaugural season, I think, was Atlanta. And then whoever it was in 1996 when MLS <laughs> <Yeah>. formed, but <laughs> um, yeah, uh, hey, you know, great first season, uh, you know, great fan base. It sounds mm-hmm. like the you know it's it's a it's a wonderful stadium to go to, and yeah, you know, uh, future is bright for them. Yeah, yeah. As long as they I, don't face the union. <laughs> it, it does make it easier now in that respect with respect to the playoffs right because you know if st louis you know in that very small percent chance of this actually happening if it came down to be a philly union and st louis city final you know it would be pretty intense you know but now when the union make it to the final you know we we, we can we can there's no hesitation in cheering for uh for right. philadelphia that's right so you know well, good luck to St. Louis next season. I mean, the one I uh, uh, read the uh, interview with their head coach, and you know, next season they're going to have a target on their back. This season, they did. Nobody they knew were, what to do. Nobody expected them to to get this far, and so um, they were always just assumed to kind of be the you know the the new guy, the underdog. And next season, yep, they do not get that advantage. People will be going into St. Louis with. Um, They've earned the respect of all the other teams so much so that people are going to, you know, they're going to take them very seriously. It actually sounds remarkably similar to a uh, an interview that Curtin gave at the beginning of, I believe, this season. Um, yes, not that we were the, uh, you know, unknown quantity. We've been around, but I don't think anybody expected us to do as well as we did last yeah. season. And yeah. so, yeah, it's... Uh, well, we talked parallel. about it in the beginning of of the podcast this year when we were when we were first starting about how it wasn't just that the union may or may not have been playing up to the same level as they did last year. It was that the teams that they were playing against were playing them at a higher level. Yeah, uh, right. you know they were coming at them hotter yeah. than they did last year because they knew anytime they were facing the union, they were facing the best in the East from the previous year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And similarly, everybody that's going in to face St. Louis next year will be facing what was the best of the West last year. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I, so any St. Louis, St. Louis fans out there uh, that might be listening, you know, expect your team to have some struggles early on as they get their footing. And as they get used to the increased level of, competition that they're going to face next year mm-hmm. yeah yep. but that that ultimate is just going to make them even that much better so 
which hopefully right. is what the union are facing right now. And hopefully now that they've mm-hmm. survived the the season and this first round of, of the playoffs, um, the union will be ready to, to close out the playoffs strong and, and, and get back because, yeah. you know, no offense to Cincinnati. Um, they're a great team, but, you know, this, the union have been here before. This is yeah. our third year getting this far in the playoffs or fourth year um, getting to the conference semifinals. And, you know, the union have made it past this uh, a couple of times now. And, um, you know, St. Louis is, this is new to them. The The season starts every round now. Each game is a one game and done. So the, I, do I think that the union have better than a 50% chance of winning this next game? Probably not. I wouldn't necessarily put it that high, but uh, I, I do, I do think there's value in the experience that the union haven't have had in pre- previous postseasons. It's interesting, right? So as you're talking about, I'm thinking like, you know, when the union go up against Cincinnati uh, in the semifinal um, conference semifinal, um, I'm thinking like, well, if we get past Cincinnati, I'm going to feel really confident then going into the final. Um, but I'm looking, I mean, you know, past performance, that whole thing. When you look at the three-game playoff series for, you know, Philadelphia and New England, as well as compared to Cincinnati Cincinnati and Red Bulls, we all have almost identical records. Like we... Um, you know, we won both of our games. Right? We two game sweep Cincinnati, two game sweep. Um, in terms of just goals scored, we uh, won two games, scored four, let up one. Cincinnati scored four and let up one, um, and that was against the lower ranked New York Red Bulls. Now, you know, look, I'm just looking at two games, two data points, straight line, not an accurate, you know, uh, analysis. However, you know, it's like well. You know, any given Sunday, that whole thing. And I think, like, if the Union, if we can get past this Cincinnati game, that bodes well then for the final. Because final, you know, um, Columbus and Atlanta, they're going to the third game. Uh, or- Orlando swept Nashville. So Orlando's actually, they're looking pretty hot right now, too, right? They're, they are. They're ranked second in the East. So that's also, again, that's, that's you know, take that seriously. Um but like, yeah, if we get past Cincinnati, I don't know. I think going into that conference final, again, anything can happen, but I think that'll bode well for us. And we'll Once see. again, we'll, what is the Hoosiers equivalent here? What what is <laughs> of whipping out the the uh, measuring tape and and measuring the court? Um, soccer yep. <laughs> soccer pitches are not necessarily uh, all the same size. We need to think of something else, but uh, whatever really... it is, Curtin needs to yeah. do that. Uh, against Cincinnati and say, look, yeah, you, know, you have as much a chance as anybody else. So, yeah. Um, I mean, that's Cincinnati. I think he has to take more of an Herb Brooks uh, approach. You know, on any, uh, you know, they could play this game ten times and they might beat us nine, but not today, <laughs> or, yeah. or, or, or not tonight. Yeah, uh, that, that from the Miracle on Ice. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that that's a. Uh, you know, but I know I do like our chances. Uh, the, the the teams remaining are really good. That's not. Mm-hmm. The, I'm not slating yeah, them. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're not. But um, you know, you put the union up against any of them, and and I think that and on a one off game, any of them can beat any of them. It's yeah. going to be you know, it's not the size of the dog in the fight, but the size of the fight in the dog. And I think that the union have something that they still want to fight for. 
yeah. despite the the length of this season and how tired they undoubtedly are. Yeah. I think that there's still plenty of fight, especially if this is Bedoya's last season, uh, yeah. wearing the wearing the Union colors. Uh, you know, he's he's certainly going to play. There's a quote at a local barbecue place here because if you knew you couldn't play tomorrow, how hard would you play today? Yeah, and I think that that's that's kind of Bedoya's postseason. Yep. You know, he's yeah, not sure what he's going to be doing next year, and yeah. you know, so damn it, he's going to go out strong now. Yeah. I mean, last season, right, arguably was the union's chance to bring home that MLS Cup. And uh, yeah, we all know how bitter that final was. And yeah, I agree. I think the the way, uh, what's that? Friggin' Welshman. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, just the way watching, yeah, Bedoya play. uh, Yeah, he's playing with, I don't know, he's he's playing in an extra gear now. Uh, So Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, Look, we, we we definitely want the MLS Cup. We want the MLS Cup while Bedoya is still on the team. Mm-hmm. I mean, we want the MLS Cup while this team is still together. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Every, every year it's always that that Brownian motion of who do we get and who do we lose. And every year it's always like probably arguably our favorite team. And so you know what? Let's just let's just get this cup, right? Yeah. Let's just do it. Yeah. But I like their chances. Let's stay yeah. positive about that. We might be mm-hmm. negative about the format. Of the playoffs. I mean, I mm-hmm. think it's stupid that it's going so late in the year yeah. and that they had this first round uh, three game series. I get it. They want all the teams to be able to host a home game. But you know what? Hopefully they change their minds and realize that's a bad approach for for playoffs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they fix that for next year. Um, but I mean, as far as we might be negative about the format, I, I think we are all positive about the union's chances. Um, yeah. No, we're not. We're not looking past any of the teams. They're all good teams, but yep. we we you know we we don't we're not afraid of them. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Hopefully, the union players aren't afraid of them. Yeah. No. And I and I feel with this team, right? And we talked about this, I think, even last week. Um, the union are not playing at their top form. So the good news is, like, you know, if we can play the way we know we can play then we will be unstoppable. So it's like, hopefully this next game, more of that Philly union team that we know they can be, you know, emerges on, on the field. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm hopeful for. Right. There is another gear there. If they yeah. can find it, if we can play the rest of the postseason the way we played the first half of that game and that first game against new England, I don't think there's a team there that could stop them. Yeah. Now we've got um, almost three weeks to hype them up. So. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Any All other right. topics for tonight? Yeah. Anything else? Uh, no, I'm th- kind of through my list here. No, I think that's it. Okay. Well, um, if you have anything you want to contribute to our conversation, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on our website website at amorephillyunion.com. Drop us an email at pod at amorephillyunion.com. Give us your thoughts on how the playoffs are going, uh, what you'd like to see happen in our in hopefully all the way to the MLS Cup. Um, you can follow us on X Twitter at a more Philly U. Uh, we're on Instagram, YouTube, and threads at a, at a more Philly Union. Um, our, our Spotify playlist is just getting longer and more eclectic. I'm curious to see what we'll be adding this week. Uh, but you can find us on Spotify at a more Philly Union. Um, and yeah, hey, Thanks, everyone, for tuning in and downloading. 
let's not stop at a thousand. Let's let's go for five thousand. I don't know. We'll 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 figure something out for that. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, keep downloading our podcast where you get yours. Um, Google, Apple, Spotify, all those. You know, just keep on. You know, keep on tuning in, downloading, um, subscribe, uh, like, comment, spread the word. Um, and uh, yeah, Paul, safe travels home. Thank you. <laughs> How far do you and have to go? Thank you, everybody, for helping us reach our goal. It's a big deal, and we really appreciate it. Yeah, we really do. Yes. I don't know if there's a way when we uh, make the donation, if we can, like, you know, and if there's like a name, like in honor of, we'll put all the listeners of a more Philly Union. I don't know. There you go. Um, so that would be cool. It's a group effort. So, well, thanks everyone for listening and tuning in for another episode of a more Philly Union. We are your hosts. I'm E. I'm C. And I'm Paul. Go, go Union. Injury report. Injury report. So that's from Aquanauts. I have kids. <laughs>